Welcome to the Shut Up Show. This is the Brave Solopreneurs Podcast helping you shut up and make shit happen. Inside every episode, you'll hear raw and uncensored conversations with amazing entrepreneurs and thought leaders who bring their best work every day despite being scared shitless. You'll gain mindset strategies on how to brave through your fears, tactical advice to help you define your shut up moment, and impact-driven tips inspiring you to live and work on your own terms. And now, your hosts and co-shut-uppers of making shit happen, Bernie Shung and Phil Gerbyshack. All right, everyone. Well, welcome to another episode of Shut Up Show with Bernie and Phil. And today we got Paul Jarvis, designer in words who is so awesome that on his website he tells people that you can't work with him. Holy crap. This is awesome. Bernie, how'd you get this guy? Oh my gosh, it's it's quite funny. I don't know if, if Paul knows the whole story, but you were at no. World Domination Summit, Phil. Uh, oh just yeah, right. <laughs> this past weekend, literally, I think two days ago. What yep. was it? Two days ago? It was Sunday. Okay. You got it. Oh, okay, Sunday. So so Phil texts me, Paul, and says, hey, we've got to get Paul Jarvis on our show. And I replied back and I said, hey, great idea, because I actually have him on my roster of people to contact in July. And then Phil responded, Srini is talking to me right now. And he said, I have to have, we have to have Paul on the show. And I said, okay, cool. So I go into Twitter and I'm like, hey, Paul, Srini says, you know, I need to talk to you. So I'm going to send you an email. So then Paul replies and says, cool, and then here you are, like literally awesome. less than 48 hours later. <laughs> so. Awesome. Thanks, Reed. <laughs> yeah, so, so that's, our, uh, that's our obligatory shrinking plug. He sends us $5 a week if we mention him on the show, and really that's the only Dude is people. rich. Dude I know. Is rich he now. told me that's the only reason he watches our show is because he sends us money because we plug his shit. <laughs> so that's how this works. No, we don't because uh, we don't send him money and he doesn't send us money. Because that wouldn't work anyway. This uh, this is a family show. So, Paul, for, for real though, Shrini and I were talking Sunday at lunch. And he's like, hey, you got to get Paul Jarvis on the show. I'm like, yes, yes we do. And, Paul, you're going to tell us why you're awesome. Because while we could gush about you, in all seriousness, you've got a book. You're not taking on clients. You work with Danielle Laporte. You work with some other cool freaking people. But tell us a little bit about your background. How did you become to be the Paul Jarvis you are today? Sure. Um, my background is in computer science. Well, I went to school for computer science before I dropped out of school. But then for the last 15 years, I've had my own business called 230 or I'm a web designer, but I don't really have a company name or a logo or a brand. I don't really care about any of that stuff. I just do, do work for clients. So I've been doing websites for 15 years, mostly for entrepreneurs and uh, authors has been the main focus of that. And then the last few years, I decided, hey, I work with lots of authors. Maybe I can be an author, too. And then I wrote a vegan cookbook. Yeah. And then I wrote a business book. And I'm currently writing a third book now, which is why I'm not taking on clients. It's not some uh, like ego thing. You're like, I'm too cool to work with people. It's, uh, I, I'm focusing on writing right now. So, uh, yeah, I'll be taking on clients again probably in a few months. Yeah, that's cool. That I mean, that's and, – and, of course, I kind of tease you about that, but I think that's really smart that you took time to focus on the project in front of you instead of trying to do everything half-assed. You're going to make this book really awesome. So I'm a just, whole ass kind of person. So. That's right. You're a whole ass. 
<laughs> That's why we have you on the show, actually. Because if you're only like half an ass, see, yeah. Bernie and I are each half. <laughs> the left cheek on the right cheek. This really works for us. And uh, yeah, no, but seriously, tease us a little bit about the book, Paul. What's it about, man? What are you working on? Um, well, it's kind of changed, and it's funny. It's ch every time I talk to my editor and I give another draft, we're kind of pulling it in different directions, and that's why I like work. Even as an indie author, I still like working with an editor because you can only push yourself so far, and then an editor is really going to be like, well, "What do you really need? What do you really want to say here? What are you really going to do about this?" So. Yeah, it, it's changing, <clears throat> but it, it has a lot to do with working for yourself, creativity, overcoming fear, that kind of stuff, just the, and kind of my story, is tentatively called Everything I Know, so it's going to be a really short book, but yeah, it's, <laughs> it's, it's mostly just my stories about what I've learned in the last 15 years, so. That's awesome. So, yeah. so. That's a really nice segue into kind of what we want to talk about here, Paul, because, you know, when you said you don't have a logo, you're not fancy, you didn't do all this marketing hoo-ha, you just kick ass for your clients. Yeah, so I didn't even you... use social media for the first 10 years. Wow. So, yeah. so come on, Paul, that's not possible. You can't possibly be successful like that. But of course, we know you are, and and I know that that I'm not trying to be you know too much of a tool bag here. But realistically, how did you do that, man? Because so many people say, "I'll do this when I have this, or when I get this, or I don't have a logo yet, so I'm not ready to launch, or oh, the font's just not right." So tell us about that, Paul. A lot. Of, well, it's funny too because that's what I do, and it's that's not important. The picking the fonts and the logos and all, that's putting the cart before the horse, really. And I, I, I focused on what I do. I haven't focused on marketing or my brand or any of that. I focused on making sure that I help my clients. And then since I suck at sales and I'm really not a fan of sales, I don't know how to sell anybody anything, my clients become my salespeople. So they go out and they tell everybody that, oh, you need a website, you should work with Paul. And then they refer me to other people who refer me to other people. That's how I've done, I don't even have a business card. Like that's pretty much how I've done work for the last 15 years is I focus entirely on what I do and in completely making what I do help other people. And that's it, there's no, if I wrote a book it would be one page and it would just say that and I probably wouldn't sell very many copies, but it's important <laughs> I think. Yeah, but so many miss that. They focus on everything but that because really, business cards are easy. I can hire you to do them, Paul. You don't have to really know anything about me. You can do a business card. I can say I like, you know, you see the color lime green. You got a picture of me. Here's my information. You can make a business card. Yeah, exactly. Right? You can build a website. I mean, there's so many themes out there. The, the, the basics of that are so simple. But if you don't kick butt for your clients, you don't really have a business. You've got a hobby. Yeah, exactly, and that's pretty much how I've approached it. I'm glad it worked out. So. <laughs> that's good. That's yeah. good. So, so I'll go, go Bernie. Uh, yeah, I just had something real quick to say. So, so I find it interesting because this is the second time I've heard Paul say that he's not good at sales. I, I listened to the Block SFM interview you had with Srini back in April, so that's how I first found out about you and then ended up downloading your WordPress theme and then 
downloading your ebook and then subscribing to your newsletter and just like stalking you every day by the way <laughs> so so forgive me <laughs> forgive me that that dark shadow behind you is me <laughs> but uh, where, where was I going with this I know I was going somewhere with this the monocle is still getting to me by the way no um, no, no but but I remember you saying something in there about you know Srini had asked you and and I know that this is a question that I've been thinking about too like how do people become so successful how do you book yourself solid when you have real no you know sales strategy you have no idea what you're doing it's organically happening and you said that you show up and you um, consistently deliver as you promise you said you know I do as I say I'm going to do um, so I'm gonna take it back then to that first comment you made about being a whole ass that was the first thing I thought of when you said that you're a whole ass it's that I'm not gonna try to be the jack of all trades I'm gonna be the master of this thing that I promise you I'm gonna deliver on I'm gonna be so damn good at it like the quote by Maya Angelou, she says, don't make money your goal, pursue the thing you love doing so much that people can't take their eyes off of you, right? Yeah. Um, and and so, so for you, I feel like that has likely played a huge role in helping you to be successful, for you to book yourself uh, solid with clients and essentially have the amazing testimonials that you do. Would you agree? And if you could expand on that, I'd love to hear more. Yeah, I mean, it's funny too, So I was on a call with another web developer today and we were talking about power because she's really busy as well. And we were talking about our work and I'm like, the only differentiating factor I've had in 15 years is that I deliver. That's, that's what makes me different from other web designers and other web developers. If you hire me to do a project, I do it and then give it to you and, and we launch it. And that's the, that's what makes me different. Unfortunately, there's a lot of web developers and a lot of people in every industry that just, that over promise and then under deliver. And I under promise and then over deliver. And it, it kind of works. And the other thing is that, that you were talking about with uh, being so good at something is they're really, I think people have shifted their focus on, because there's no gatekeepers and there's no people promoting for you, you promote for yourself. And a lot of people aren't good at promoting, and a lot of people put too much into promoting and not enough into their craft. So I spent over a decade working on my craft before I started even promoting it or writing books or building a brand. And a lot of successful people have done that. Like a lot of people have this long backstory of learning and expertise before they go out and they start like building a bigger audience and that sort of thing. So I think people are trying to, we live in a society where it's like, oh, I, I need this right away. I'm going to take this 10-hour course and then the next day offer these these set Skype sessions for $200 on my website. And it's like, you're kind of missing an in-between thing, I think. And I've, I've written articles about it, like pay your fucking dues and that kind of thing. Where I think people need to put in the time to really learn their craft and really learn something that has value to the audience that they want to serve. Right. I, I completely agree with you. And I have a quick story to share with you that involves you that, again, you don't know because I've been stalking you for some time now. <laughs> you know, Phil, there's like this common theme with Bernie stalking all the guests before they come on the show, huh? <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, actually, we're going to have to have the uh, stop touching them, Bernie show. Uh, that'll okay. be after this. Then we'll follow up involves the, uh, Nobody's going to show up then. Right. Yeah, the, the go visit Bernie in prison show. <laughs> and then the let's raise money for Bernie to break out show. So we're pitching this to uh, in next That's week. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. yeah. 
the hashtag is bail for Bernie. <laughs> there we go. No, but, no, but out of but of, out of all seriousness, Paul, um, I I learned about you in 2011. I had found out about Danielle Laporte back in 2009, and I've been following her journey since then. And around 2010, 2011, I wanted to revamp my website, but you know, I didn't have money, I didn't have experience, I didn't, I, but I had a lot of time. So as you know, you know, with any entrepreneur, when you don't have money, you don't have experience, but you have time, you go learn. You go learn and you get you get really resourceful and you figure it out. So from you know 2010-ish to about uh, last year or so, um, I've been going back to Danielle's website again. I'm going, okay, I don't want to be her, okay, and I don't want to look exactly like her, but I love what she does. So I went and inspected everything from design to logo to you know her messaging, her voice, everything and by the way at that time I didn't know what these things were called I'm just yeah. I'm just completely stalking her website and I went all the way to the little bottom where it says you know website buy and I clicked on it and it, I think it said 230 and it opened up to your your company and I'm like who is this guy you know and so then I went and looked at you know your design and everything and again barely have any idea who you are don't even know if you're a huge agency are you just a single guy I, I didn't know anything all I knew was okay these guys are doing something right because they keep compelling me to come back and to come back and to come back for the design for the content the experience everything if there's anything I want to do I want to emulate that but again you know this is around 2010 11-ish I have no idea what I'm doing or where to start so I just hustled and I started following all of these resources, including you know you, not knowing it was you, Danielle, and a lot of other people. Long story short, uh, then all of a sudden, you know, we fast forward to April of 2013 of this year. So now, about a little over two years have gone by. I'm listening to Blogcast FM, and I, I go, I swear that Paul Jarvis name sounds so familiar. I swear it sounds familiar. I swear it sounds familiar. And then Srini says, you know, Danielle Laporte. I'm like, yes, that's it. <laughs> and I immediately went and bought your ebook. Um, what is what remind me what it's called again I don't want to get the title wrong be awesome at online business okay be awesome at online business bought it with no hesitation I had no idea what I wanted from it I just knew I've been following this guy forever I don't know if I'm doing anything right <laughs> let's find out and I can honestly tell you it was so amazing it was filled with so many golden nuggets that I've been able to apply as I'm revamping my website again awesome. this summer but then here's a really cool thing that I think you'll love because I have been trying to you know follow and emulate all of you successful people and failing miserably so many times I finally did get some of those things right and your book helped me to confirm and validate that I am doing a lot of things right so I want to thank you for that because I don't think you realize in your interview you said I made the book for my clients but I don't think you realize I wasn't a client before that you made your book for people like me who wanted to make sure they were on yeah. point and oh, awesome yeah cool so, I mean the, the one the one thing about that is the, the link at the bottom of Danielle's side same with the link on all my other clients site artists sign their work those links are the best sales tool I have I I could have whatever conversion pages or long-form sales pages they're not gonna do anything the fact that I can sign the bottom of every website that I do and I, I'm lucky that I get to work with clients that have a lot of traffic those links are that's the best and artists sign their work and I'm lucky that I can sign the work that I do and I, I'm so stoked that, uh, that that's how a lot of people find me Absolutely. And I'm stoked to hear that you like the book <laughs> and that, it, that the book uh, gave you good tips and value too 
Awesome. Absolutely. I'm going to be using it like the Bible every day. And on top of that, I have your WordPress theme too. Cool. So on the bottom where I could have removed uh, your signature, I, I kept it there. Because awesome. Thank I you. want people to find you. So thank you. It's been so amazing. I use it for a completely different blog that I just launched recently too. But cool. yeah, I could go on and on, but I had to make sure at least I complimented you and thank you for all of that. Because, I, you know, it's like that Savage Garden song. Like, I knew I loved you before I met you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Dancing. All right, Phil, back over to you. Okay, Bernie. Yeah, so the love song is now sort of wrapping up here, Paul, and we do really enjoy your work. I, I, cool. can't, uh, I can't echo enough of what Bernie said. Um, you do really good stuff. I really enjoy your articles. Um, one of the things that you talked about recently is fear, and that's yeah. a big topic for us. So we'd love for you to hear maybe about your thoughts on fear, anything that you might be afraid of, whether now or in the past, and then how the heck do you work through it? Because whether it's a little fear or a big fear, we all have something that we're a little bit afraid of. Yeah, and I mean, for me, it, it's easy and it's hard. I'm afraid of everything. So I deal with fear because I, I, I would be curled up in a corner in my room. If I, if I didn't deal with fear well, I would do nothing. I would just lie there. My wife would have to come feed me, and it would just be not a good scene. So, yeah, I mean, I... I'm afraid, I, I don't think, I, and the biggest thing, and I'm, I'm writing this now in my book as well, so it's horribly not well thought out yet, but I, the biggest thing is that being afraid and doing things don't have to be mutually exclusive. You can be afraid and still do shit, and that's fine. And I mean, even people like, I can't remember which Seth Godin book it was, but one of his books, he's afraid before he goes on stage, and he's Seth fucking Godin. And he's given a gazillion talks, but he still has that fear. It's just that I play music as well, and I play a gazillion shows, and I still feel afraid before I go out on stage. That The fear doesn't go away just because you do things more, or you're more successful, or you've been doing it well. The fear doesn't go away. You just learn how to deal with that fear better. So I think in the beginning, people just need to realize that fear is universal, but dealing with fear and moving past fear can also be universal. You can... Be afraid, but not let that fear hold you back. Be afraid, acknowledge it, say, yeah, fuck, I'm afraid, and I'm going to do it anyways. And fear has the power that you let it have over you. So if you acknowledge it, but don't let it have any power, then it's there, but it's not going to do anything, or it's not going to change. Like, I would hate to be afraid of something and not do it, and then later be like, oh, shit, I should have done that. It's too bad I was such a, a fraidy cat kind of thing. So... Yeah, that's my story. No, that's great. So, um, so let's talk. Let's push on that a little bit, Paul. The fear of regret, right? The fear of missing mm -hmm. out—that's a big thing. This FOMO thing is funny. I've seen T-shirts. I've seen it on posters. The fear of missing out, but really, uh, that's a really big fear. And so, instead of uh, I, I find—and correct me if you've seen other—but I've seen folks that get so locked up in that that they don't do anything instead of experiencing what they can and moving forward in that. 
Yeah, and um, I was watching a talk yesterday by uh, James Victoire. I'm probably pronouncing his name wrong, but anyways, he was talking about how somebody he was giving a he was giving a speech about creation and about overcoming fear and that sort of thing. And somebody in the back raised their hand, and he was like, "Well, I don't know if I should pursue all these ideas that I have. I'm, I'm afraid they're not going to be able to pay rent." And he's like, "Dude, do you want your tombstone to say like here lies so and so?" paid his rent and it's, it's like you gotta you gotta push sometimes and you gotta like you can't know how, the outcome of things and you can't really let the outcome guide the process you need to be in the process like when you're working on something that a lot of fear comes from that too is when you're thinking about something and you're or you're working on something like say I'm writing a book if I'm afraid that people aren't going to buy my book, it's, it's going to like constipate my writing basically. And I'm not going to want to write the book because it's like, oh, I don't know if people are going to buy it or not. When really I should just be writing and I'll worry about that later. So I think the more present you are as well, the, the easier it is to deal with and acknowledge and move past fear. Yeah, that's really good. So don't constipate. Just put it out there and let it drip a little bit. Bernie's laughing here because she knows where I'm going. The key, right, I mean, that's, it seems so trite, but really it is about the process and about being on that journey and not about, I got to poop, never get it out. Just get it out there and then fix it later, right? That's why you have an editor and that's why you have coaches. Right? Even so if you have to poop in your pants, just do it, man. Yeah. Yes. Everybody poops, Paul. <laughs> They do. That's, I'm that's the I, title I of your next book. <laughs> it's already a title of a book, Bernie. We can't steal it. Oh, that. man. Are you serious? Yeah, dude. It's, it's for little kids. Everybody poops. Uh, so, so, Paul, talking of pooping, let's wrap this shit up. <laughs> right. Tell us, where can um, you find more of the awesome that is Paul Jarvis? Uh, follow me on Twitter. That's the easiest way to find out all the shit that I'm working on. My books, my articles my funny photographs of my pet rats, everything, PJRBS on Twitter. I think it says it at the bottom of my uh, little thingy, too. Yeah, that's <laughs> cool. Well, thank you very much, Paul Jarvis. We appreciate you. We love that you taught us that it is about the journey and not about the outcome and that you got constipated and then unstuck and helped us shut up today. Yes. Thanks, buddy. No problem. Thanks, guys. I appreciate Thanks, it. Thanks, Paul. We hope you enjoyed this episode of The Shut Up Show. And remember, if you don't want to miss a single episode, go on to our website at theshutupshow.com and subscribe to our newsletter. Until next time, folks, shut up and make shit happen.